I love stories, especially comeback stories. They are inspirational, exciting, and they teach us an important lesson. They start with struggle and end with a victory. Victory achieved with passion, effort, and determination. But you know, these stories don't just happen in books or movies. They can and do happen in our day-to-day life. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This is your host Ananya, and this is my amazing comeback story. Hey, Slowpoke, do you have enough speed to get to your next class in time? Alison sarcastically asked, while others around her laughed. With tears in my eyes, it reminded me of the swim meet I had yesterday. It was my first competitive meet. I walked to my lane as an uneasy feeling came over me. My friend Allison had just clocked thirty-one seconds for the race, which I did not think was possible. I tried to gather courage, but chills ran through my spine, and self-doubt had taken over. Take your mark, go. The moment of truth was here. I dove into the pool and went as fast as I could. My energy was dropping like flies. As I slammed my hand against the pad, I threw my head to look at my time, fifty-nine point eighty-three seconds. That was thirteen more seconds than my practice time. Tears washed over me as I lifted my weak body out of the pool. I refused to compete in any future races and created a big drama, but my mom did not allow me to escape. Needless to say. My first swim meet was a disaster. I was four years old when I started swimming. Every Saturday, I would go because my parents made me. I hated to get wet and didn't like to swim at all. I went with a bad attitude and came back with it. I was doing swimming because I had to and not because I wanted to. And this attitude, along with my anxiety, had turned my first meet into a nightmare. But the real nightmare began the next day at school when Allison made fun of me in front of all my school friends. Her comments had a deep impact on my self-esteem. I was hurt and angry. The term "slowpoke" was poking my heart, causing a lot of pain. It was that pain that changed my attitude towards swimming. I was not a bad swimmer, but my attitude was not giving a chance to the swimmer in me to improve. This has to change, I said to myself. I am not a loser, and I will not give up like this. I had gotten a brand new attitude and was determined to work hard and do anything I had to to reach my dreams. Nothing can get in the way of me improving my time now. Since then, I started to take practices seriously, and I started to compete with myself. I observed other swimmers and talked to them about ways to improve. I started to do exercises to build stamina, and I changed my diet so it was healthier to build strength. I asked my coaches to time me and help me fix my posture. And I completely changed my approach so I would become a better swimmer. But where is the comeback? You may be wondering. I have had twenty-five swim meets since then, and my time has improved to forty seconds. But that is not the real comeback.
Now I am excited and determined to go to the swim meets. I enjoy them and look at them as an opportunity to beat my previous best. I cheer for Allison when she improves on her already great time without feeling jealous. And most importantly, I come back home with my head high. That is the real comeback, in my opinion. I want to become a great swimmer because I think that doing something that feels hard makes us stronger mentally and physically. My comeback story may not be worthy of a book or a movie, but it has a very special place in my heart. It taught me to always remember that it is you that can improve any skill and nobody else. The power to change ourselves is always within us. If you change your attitude, then that can change your success.